Yeah, okay, way to go on that clap sync. That was amazing, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no you didn't even count off, right? right. Like, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. That's how we're going to start it. I'm going to leave the whole do thing it, Just in. do it. Just do it. I'm going to leave the whole thing If we're consistent, it's in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your, your mistake is leaving it up to me, dude. I know. I, just, I don't so, know why I keep looking at you like if you're going to start it perfectly. And then, you're I like, do it, and then you get mad got, that I did it. He's got it this week. No. Nope. <laughs> sure, shit ain't got it this week. Probably not next week. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us once again to another episode of Pub Crew. As you can see, we are in a very strange land, and um, we hope that you would enjoy the episode. This is going to be very special for us. We are here at Rhythm, Craft, and Brews. It's, um, as, you know, <laughs> as you can see, we are actually getting a sneak peek inside the bar area. I mean, this is going on. It's going to be right there. Yeah, Wait. You, Right there. <laughs> you might see my cousin doing construction in a couple of minutes in the background. Don't pay attention to that. That's fine. I'm just, just ignore him. Just ignore him. <laughs> it's okay. Hard help, hard help. <laughs> As you can see, we have brews provided from one of the brewmasters. Well, Lee Brewer, yeah. One, one of the brewers. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah. I am Lee Brewer. I made the Gosa. So we call it She Do Be Tart. She Do Be Tart. She Do Be Tart. It was very tart. All right, we should mention that we actually just finished the tour right now of, mm-hmm. of the brewery, and it was amazing. All the beers were amazing. Yeah. Like, Thank you. Like, it's kind of hard to pick your favorite. Of course, I, I went with, you know, none other milk style. Yep. Milk style. And it's delicious. Yeah. Like, as far as stouts go, but I mean, I'm biased. Mm-hmm. So. And that's why I went with the Troublemaker IPA, because I also am predictable. <laughs> and like Jeez, only one that endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, to go to, we, I don't sell out, man. <laughs> we don't do sellouts here. Well, I'm drinking the Shidubi Targosa. It's a variant. This is a um, Sabor de Amor, so I do have mango juice, some uh, chamoy, and the taquin rim as well. Yeah. A little saucy right now. I like it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's how we like to do the show. Just, just a little saucy, you know? Yeah. And then that's where we get sassy. <laughs> it's a healthy balance. Yeah. And that actually is going to lead me into my first question. Uh, we were talking about earlier how this is the, the first beer that you're sort of marketing to people. Has this been the first beer that you brewed? or? So, yeah. Um, we uh, initially it was supposed to be a raspberry gosa and then um i told you the guys story before but I, I messed up a little bit came out just like a regular plain gosa and at first it felt like a failed experiment right i was going to go back to the drawing board uh and actually i was at my house one day i was with my swagger and i was i'm trying to convince her to get into beer she likes this one the most but she's still like last but uh i told her we'll try this and well this is not what i initially planned let me get some some of the raspberry preserves mix it up for you this is how it's supposed to be and so originally I thought, oh, this is going to be awesome. I know it's going to taste like. And then I realized, well, crap, I could just put more preserves in here and actually get more beers out of it. <laughs> so now we're doing beer mixology with it, doing uh, different flavors, mojito styles, beer mosa styles. Yeah. We're hopefully, um, you know, trying to promote something to people in the borderland that they don't expect out of a brewery. Mm-hmm, but this yeah. is my baby. This is my first, uh, my first St. Gallen batch. 
actually about uh, half of it was uh, on growler fills. And so I was actually pretty proud of that considering my dad's been doing it for about 11, 12 years and just, you know, actually getting to a level where I can sell it here. It's going to be, yeah, I didn't start awesome. out like those home brewers. I wish I kind of could have cut my teeth that way, but yeah, at the yeah. same time, it's kind of cool that I have this whole yeah, brewery. It's like, you, you got I feel it. like doing something. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I got the tool. <laughs> I should just do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> little guidance, little help, and here we are. Yeah. it. <laughs> a little bing and a bam, and it's the fucking boom. You got exactly. Yeah. You got, you got the whole thing. That's super awesome. I had the the raspberry version of that. The rest of that one. Oh, that one's good. And then had the the blackberry one. Not a name for that one. Yet. Not yet. We just got the preserves. We started yeah. trying it last week. So. Hey, it was really good. Like both tastes. I swear, it tastes like blackberry tea and raspberry tea, and it's, it's great. Take that to a family picnic. <laughs> they won't judge you as much. I think as much. <laughs> as much. I mean. It's gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, look at me. It's, it's my life. Exactly. I think this is a costume of the way of life. <laughs> All right. I respect yeah. it. <laughs> um, as always, guys, you don't have to drink to chill with the pub crew, but it does help in keeping up with all of our antics and conversations. Um, but as you can see, they have a varied amount of beers. You'll definitely find one that you like here. If you're an IPA head like me and you're one of those beer hipsters that you need hops in your beer, try the Troublemaker. It'll kick your ass <laughs> because yeah. it still has a nice balance of all the flavors. However, you did tell me this was like 8%. 9%. It will kick your ass if you let it. And yes. uh, I'm definitely planning on letting it. It's up on you, man. It's up on you. And um, I know. It'll be a long night. <laughs> yeah. And I know you, you said your dad has been operating or brewing for about over 10 years, 11, 12 years. But how long have you guys actually been open as craft rhythm and blues? Bruce. Bruce. It's already, I'm going to come off. It's trouble. It's a troublemaker. It's gone too deep, damn it. Yeah. My mom, which one of the owners, she'll always look at me like, she had the troublemaker. Like, yeah. What if you going to step up? You're like, maybe. It's <laughs> nine o'clock in the. I've, I've had like two. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we opened up uh, last year, November. So that's when we started doing curbside only, especially because of COVID. Right. Um, and more recently, since the governor's order been restricted, uh, been, you know, taken off. Uh, we've been seeing a lot more people here. We do still fire masks when you come in and everything of like course. that. We want you to want to be safe. Uh, but, you know, while you're in, sitting here enjoying, uh, you know, we have some chips, some uh, some salsa, some pretzels. Yes, thank you. Stuff, that, no yeah, problem. We stole those from the table. Yeah. We brought them here. <laughs> we were back here. We're like, no, 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 this is on the show now. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously you don't need a mask while you're enjoying everything. But, uh, but yeah, uh, since the governor lifted his order, it's been pretty pretty good here. Uh, we had our St. Patty's Day celebration, which was really cool. How was it for you guys? It was real good. I had this dorky little ha green hat on. <laughs> I, had a, I had a green tie-dye shirt for Didn't we all? <laughs> yeah, that's very We had a lot of people come in. We actually had to get like tables from other places just to, just to that's awesome, serve I mean, people. It's, so it's, it's good to see that like come back to... So I remember when we were doing like the, the Save EP breweries, it was... Yeah. It was... There was a complete opposite. Yeah. And it's I good understand. to hear that there is some sense of normalcy that's coming back. Yes. Right. And people still want to come to this and they mm -hmm. still want, you know, to enjoy beers, the atmosphere. It's good to see that that's still a thing. And people, I mean, it's, it's showing to everywhere that right. they still want this, which is great. And I'm glad that's, that's bringing business back to you guys, local businesses, the breweries and everything. I'm really glad to hear that, like that it's coming back for everybody. And it, and it kind of really started actually for us in February. Obviously, since 
since a couple of weeks ago has been a lot better. But in oh, February, we introduced our brewery tour, which you guys took. Yes. So it gives you eight samples of our beers, which, you know, that gives you your full array and actually lets you choose whatever you would like. So before we would offer you, okay, then you can get a growler, you can get a, you know, a fill, anything like that. Now we can offer pints, which is really cool. Now we have a dollar off your next pint, which makes it $5 for the next pint. Yeah. But ten dollars gets you all those samples and a glass to take home. Yeah. Which remind me at the end, give you your glasses. Oh. It happens sometimes, but and, we have and, folks. It is worth it. It, <laughs> is, oh, it is totally worth it to try it. all of these uh, beers out, especially with the mixology that you guys are doing with the beers. I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. Um, I make snake bites at home. I make uh, black and blues, black and tans. You know, I like mm-hmm. mixing and, and playing with a lot of different uh, stouts and ciders and all of that stuff. So when I tasted the one that you're drinking right now, <laughs> that was perfect for me. Like you said, it was like a, a taste of El Paso. Like that's what El Paso reminds me of. It's just that really nice, like not like tart, uh, almost like a little bit spicy, kind of salty. You know, kind of sweet. Like, yeah, like a Lucas, like I said. Yeah, like, yeah. Like or like a paleta with tahini or something. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking for that kind of flavor that's what you're getting from me that's yeah what, actually my wife is the reason why i made this first of all because she loves her wine she loves oh there you go and she's like just put some mango in her like oh, we can try it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, worst comes to worst we lose a pint like, yeah. yeah i mean i'm still gonna drink it. <laughs> <laughs> it actually came out real good and a lot of people i mean you don't expect it to be beer but it's still beer it's still yeah. you know yeah. it's great that's awesome and, and like oh man i want to ask you like as far as since i know like you're into craft beers and stuff like that like how would you describe like the scene here in el paso like have, how have you seen it grow and develop like in your eyes like do do you notice a change between now and like five years ago where like maybe people weren't really that into craft brews or something like that yeah i mean i do see it i mean um when i started drinking craft beer it was more like around 23 24 which is like yeah like five six years ago before then, I was like a cider guy, like woodchuck, and mm-hmm. but after that, like I started discovering like Guinness and then Old Chub and stuff like you that. You started taking steps out of your comfort zone, and right. that's how that's almost that's I mean that's how I've learned being on the show <laughs> that I'm like okay, there's IPAs out there for me. And then when Total Wine came in, getting all that, oh, you know, man. you can do the selection. So going to the breweries, I was at actually at Aurelia's. I think the, one of the first two weeks or three weeks that they were open, and I actually liked a lot of their stuff um dead beach i mean that's like the name around here right so mm-hmm. you go to like the the festival that they have usually every year except for yeah. last year i mean like their brews uh uh but especially the past over the five years i would say that it, it's gotten a lot of a lot bigger but the flavors are coming out a lot better yeah like i'm seeing a lot of different like i mean we have a gosa which gosa doesn't seem like it's too weird to us only because i've had sours and stuff mm-hmm. but people who are just going to dead beach or other places they see them they're like what is that? Why is it a sour beer? And yeah. So you're seeing more flavors and more natural flavors too. You see coconut now. You see you know yes. nuts coming out. And, and yes, it's been around you know the nation, but in El Paso, that's where it's like it's more than just your typical stout or your typical bar. Now we're using Mexican chocolate like Dead Beach, mm-hmm. but you know Blazing Tree has one, and yeah. Aurelia has a saison with red cor- currants and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's something where as a drinker, I'm like, yeah, that's that's what I'm gravitate to because. I may not even know what red currants are, but I'm trying to Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to go it, for it. It, right? wasn't, it really wasn't until I started drinking beers and ciders and a lot of uh, sour beers that cur- I did find out currants are just small berries. 
Yeah. Ah. yeah. <laughs> even better. They're small <laughs> brown. Yeah. It's, they're the small brown berries that you find like in the wild and stuff like yeah. that. They just have a very specific name for some reason that I don't know because I'm not a. Yeah, it, it's not like a, a thing you associate <laughs> immediately when you're like, what? And then, oh, that's a current. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's awesome to hear because definitely uh, I sort of moved out when I was 17 and I moved out for a good six, seven years. So when I came back to El Paso, like a lot of stuff stayed the same because it's El Paso, you know? But like stuff like craft brewing had blown up stuff like cigar shops and all of that stuff had really like evolved into more than just those couple of places that you see like like you said dead beach and everything those long-standing institutions that we have here in el paso right um that's why it's super glad and i wanted to ask i, I like asking people like how they saw it develop especially because i'm sure that inspired you to start brewing a lot in, on your own and stuff like that like for me, like I just had the opportunity, right? I yeah, mean, I love craft beer, and you know, my dad made beer at the house. And to tell you the truth, when he was at the house in the garage, he asked me to like move hoses and stuff. I'm like, all right, it's just work at this. Yeah, like, the same thing as mowing the lawn and stuff. Right. And after a while, like especially when I started gravitating for craft beer, and then I can see his beer, and I'm like, all right, now we're actually dealing with something I know about. Yeah. And we go back and forth, back and forth. He'll tell me why. And that kind of, that's what made me going to say, once he made this business, I'm like, look, I want to make a goza. And he hates tart beer. Oh, okay. Goza, sour, like, he, like, I, I went through the whole thing with him and, like, a total wine. Yeah. Nothing. He doesn't like anything. So I'm <laughs> wow. like, you know what? That's fine. You know, like, now I'm trying to make something that would appease him. So if I can get him, I can get anybody else who's hesitant about sours. It's a that's good awesome. way to look yeah. at it. That's a very so, good Once he tried this and he's like, it's not my cup of tea, but actually I could drink this. And I'm like, there we go. Yeah, that's the first part. So now that we mix in stuff, he's like, and whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's not a no. weird maker. Right? Yeah, it's not a no. I'm going to take that as a yes. You like this. So, I mean, I don't want to like have you spill out your secret projects or anything like that, but do you have anything in mind for your next beer? Like, I do. So, I'm going to venture into sours. So, full on okay. sours to make gotcha. sure it's a little bit. Um, I'm thinking maybe pomegranate or an apple or something like very out there. Oh. Natural flavors are there, but it's still going to be balance like uh i've actually we i talked about a pomegranate yeah. uh like cider or like a pomegranate mead but i think a sour would be really awesome because pomegranates are like sweet enough but not overly sweet you know like and they're so important i feel like to like i, I would say like el paso and mexican culture and stuff like that like ranadas and stuff like that yeah like, i feel like it'd be a flavor that everyone would be like you know what I'll try that. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, that's what, that's what we try to do is, is have something for someone. Yeah. Or for everyone, really. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh, not everybody's going to love your IPAs or, or the milks. Those are very polarizing flavors. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is why you yes. guys chose what you did. Yeah. Exactly. You really like all our beers. Like, nah, I'm on that one. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for us here, especially as owners and brewers, it's always like, well, how do you feel that day? Because some days I'm like, oh, I love my Gosa. But other days I'm like... I gotta go milk stuff. Another days, yeah, I gotta go IPA. I mean, it all depends. But yeah, we want even the non-beer drinkers to to have something to drink here. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like I feel personally between the milk stuff, like I mean, obviously that's my go-to, but the the thirsty lizard. Oh man, like that's one. <laughs> like it's already starting to get warm here because El Paso. Right. <laughs> it's already starting to get warm, and that's like that beer that I want at the end of the day. Like being out in the sun, just like working, busting ass, come home to that. That's gonna hit the spot right there for sure. Like that's that's that kind of beer. 
You ready? So next up, uh, we'll have our brewmaster here. So his name's uh, Fred Salcedo. Getting off camera. Mm -hmm. He's in makeup right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a full production. (laughs) You know what's going on behind the camera? We got a full craft table back there. (laughs) (laughs) Where was my makeup? Like, like, oh, you can fill it. You can fill it. (laughs) We had had the budget for one. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You didn't ask. (laughs) I can get that. Closed mouths don't get that. I'm just saying. Bottom of the food chain, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> the owner's when you told it. us you weren't a brewmaster, I was like, we can't afford it. I was like, the, the makeup's for the brewmaster. Thank you. All right. Well, here he is. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? This is freaking awesome. Yes. You can just blur this guy out of me. <laughs> put our nice image right here. Freaking FBI comes if you want to send us send us a stock photo of yourself <laughs> in like in nicer like a yeah, suit. black and white with pointed glasses. <laughs> That's not you. It might be good because of the question where you were. It's like he was here at this hour. <laughs> <laughs> Proof. Yeah. We had him here. <laughs> we were talking to him. That's not you. Well, that's who I want to be. <laughs> is this is an interrogation or an interview. <laughs> I don't know what's today. Hostage negotiation. <laughs> Man. Oh, yeah. man, and dude. that's the type of show we have here, and that's what we like. Keep yeah, it loose. Thank so, you mean, so much for joining. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Welcome Are you to kidding me, man? <laughs> so blessed and honored for you guys to be here. Glad you guys are enjoying the brews, man. Oh, they're uh, they're a labor of love, and in some cases, some glorious, like the troublemaker, it's fraught with glorious mistakes. That's, you know, that's but what they I'm, ended that's up. What I'm drinking. Yeah, <laughs> that's my Cheers. favorite. Cheers. Cheers. I can actually drink unsupervised. <laughs> My wife didn't hear that, right? What did that <laughs> no. We got, we got you. Yeah, but then you'll put it in words on the bottom. <laughs> so you watch the show. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. It's like, oh, so you tune the show? <laughs> no filter, all right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, the first question I have to ask. I mean, your son told us that you've been brewing for 11, 12 years. I mean, what? Do you remember what, like, the first beer that you, you brewed? A Bavarian Hefeweizen. It was an extract beer, so, and it was in the old rudimentary, uh, you know, home brewing equipment, you know, so, home you brew. know, yeah, so it's a lot of home brews, right? So yeah, my yeah. passion is, and I get in trouble when home brewers come because we get to talking, and, it's, <laughs> and then I start ignoring other people because I geek out, right? So yeah, like, yeah. And I tell people, hey, if you look up on our brewery at the top, you still see some of our old homebrew equipment. Gotcha. Uh, but my wife and I have been beer drinkers. We're not necessarily, uh, we weren't liquor until these freaking guys next to us at Sun City got their hooks in us. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Check them out as well. <laughs> yeah. They are amazing, man, those freaking guys. And we always, we bounce off each other. But... When I, when I brewed my first batch of Bavarian Hebrewizing, it came out really well. But as I was brewing it, my wife asked me, all right, so what does the process entail? And I'm usually a guy that, you know, measures 10 times before you cut once, and I'm a research massive research out of my brewing. So I did a lot of brewing, you know, a lot of research styles, which one's easy, which one's a beginner style. Right. And then uh, she says, okay, so I bought the equipment, and they asked me, said, she's like, 
you know, so when can I have beer? I said, okay, well, once it's done fermenting, we can either cake, and you can probably have your first beer in a week or two, or we can bottle, and it could be four to six weeks. I've never bottled. She's like, buy the kegerator, <laughs> get the kegs, and off we go, right? So what I did, yeah. what I failed, you know, to recognize was, one, the beer came out good. But how much my wife and my mother-in-law were gonna enjoy it. So I come home and they're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> they tried the keg. You're like, hey, hey. It's like dry coffee. They like the damn para desert out here. <laughs> they're like all lost in their world. And then yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. She heard you. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, though. right. That's she heard it in the distance. It's gonna be dubbed. Feel <laughs> <laughs> me here, babe. <laughs> well, that's super awesome, and I—I I mean, I love asking everybody that we meet here in in El Paso, any uh, brewers, just because everybody has their own story of how they started, and everybody. Who's everybody out there who's listening who wants to try and start brewing? Who has to realize that it, it really is just do it, you know? Like, n nobody but yourself is going to stop you from trying out that beer that you want to make. If you don't see it out there somewhere, you know, it's going to be up to you to, to brew it. So that's why I have to ask. Uh, I mean, I know you guys have been open since November. The week after Thanksgiving. Yes. And, uh, I mean, how has that been? I know you guys, uh, we took the whole tour. You guys started with four beers. I mean, how has the, how have you seen, like, El Paso, like, warm up to you guys? Especially with a name like Craft Rhythm and Brews. I mean. I love the name, by the It's way. such a clever right. name. Oh, Thank man. you. Thank you. The problem is, is people in El Paso, including this guy, didn't know how to spell rhythm. Uh, <laughs> there's two H's in rhythm. Yeah, there's two H's. <laughs> and there's no. Uh, don't forget the first one. <laughs> Even on the email, like, oh. <laughs> there's two H's and no I. I followed my autocorrect. Like, no, I know how it's spelled. Autocorrect. Like, look here, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, head comes up. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. How would you do in a URL, though? Yeah. So. Yeah. So I will tell you the story. My wife's not here, so I can tell the story. Oh, so <laughs> the original name that I wanted for the brewery, I didn't get. So I got to name the Brown, which is going to come out in about three weeks. Uh, and I've got, there's, there's three people that have liked the original name I wanted, and they're all markers. It's a very distinct name. Okay? Mm -hmm. But the name I wanted, I still see it in lights. Easty Girls. Oh. <laughs> I'm kind of mad that's not the name. <laughs> Oh my god. And everybody was like, oh. I was like, well, what are you guys talking about? Like, <laughs> like no, no. One of my co-workers was like, no, Fred, there's no way I'm gonna be wearing a shirt that says Yeasty Girl on it. I got a shirt that says Yeasty Girl. I I would rock a Yeasty Girl. Why? Oh, well, because you guys are marketing, it's memorable. <laughs> you wake up the next day, you hang over and I must have had like yeah. ten Yeasty Girls last night. Yeah, I had a bunch of Yeasty Girls. <laughs> I mean that's that's 
a beautiful beer name still. You can still. So oh, we, I think that is a beer yeah. Well, yeah. We, well, we won't give out too many secrets, but there is oh. a yeasty girl in our future. Oh, okay. And every one of us, we will be downing a yeasty girl somewhere in the near future. So. <laughs> so what happened to you last night? Swimming <laughs> in yeasty girls, man. Drowned yeah, practically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had to pull me out. Part, the good part is that stuff didn't come up. <laughs> <laughs> they had to pull me out of that first. That was cute. Editor note here. Yeah, yeah. Psych note. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be repeated yeah. a few times and then it's gonna be <laughs> as the editor note. So so I didn't get the yeasty girl name, you know. I still I am still trying to sell it, right? Of course we're already legally crafted the brews, which is awesome. And the rhythm part is because my uh my wife and my my sons and my daughter, they're musically inclined, right? So, yeah. Sonny, they started off heavy metal, now they play the blues. I wish they would start off the opposite, but, it, you know, we are who we are, right? I mean, blues are the foundation for metal. I will say that. Yes. Dude, and it's great that you say that because I see that in beer, right? Even our darker beers are made traditional style, mm -hmm. you know? So, our porter, we deviate a little bit with Mexican vanilla, but everything is grassroots. Yeah. The, the grains are grassroots. They're pro-malted grains, UK toppers, so just like music is what we what I look at in the beer summer. Yeah. So they're all musically inclined. I'm not. I you know the the only beat I carry is a heartbeat, and I know it's working because I'm talking to you guys today. So <laughs> that's good. That's a good way to look at that. It is. It is. So so that's that's the rhythm part. Obviously, the bruise is what I brought to the table. But but the whole thing was about you know imparting you know so finally i get used to girls fine i'm so fine for it today maybe we'll do a dba ads but <laughs> but i got the name of the brown so um so i had made a brown before for another brewery and i refused to make a brown okay. just refused i didn't want to i don't know maybe better and stuff whatever but i thought ethically in my mind i could not make a brown as stupid as that sounds. and uh so my wife she fought me for years right and uh so we had a we had some pecan farmers. So we're partnering with local businesses, and one of these guys came back as a pecan farmer, and he said, "Hey man, I'm I'm doing this. Can you help us out?" I'm like, dude, absolutely. And I tried his pecans, and they were so good, so flavorful. I tried it. I looked at my wife. I said, "We're doing a brown." Yeah, like, there you go. <laughs> so the brown's coming out in three weeks, and I got mm. to name it. And so we use crushed pecans, hazelnuts, peanuts, in addition to other very traditional type of UK brown okay. recipe, mm -hmm. right? So again, talking about the malts, all that. Yeah, browns yeah. were very blue collar beers for, for uh, you know, people in Europe. Yeah. And uh, so we crushed those, you know, they crushed the nuts and we throw them into, you know, the beer at different stages. But the name of the beer is the Trauma, T-R-A-U-M-A, Trauma Nuts. So, yeah. 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 Oh, man. so the trauma nuts is coming. Uh, the Easter yeah. girls will fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. That's, so, that sounds like the opening band. Once you're <laughs> <laughs> up next, we have the trauma nuts. <laughs> Headlining will be the Easter girls. <laughs> yes. Oh, There'll be no better line than when somebody orders. When they say, hey, a brown, it'd be like, hey, man, this guy wants to try my nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and the shirt, as it's a brown, I was going to say, try my brown nuts ale. Yeah. Brown nuts. <laughs> brown kind of small. <laughs> See, people always think dirty, man. I was thinking about putting, like, a pecan and a peanut. 
you know, all beat up, right? Everybody's got it all talked dirty. Yeah. Yeah, we're losing our wholesomeness, El Paso. Yeah. No, we all damn well knew where we were going with it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I won't tell you anything. They're lying. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, we're women owned. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how am I not? So, the women owned. Yeah. Woman veteran. Well. Woman owned, veteran operated. Yeah, yeah so so uh, that's where that comes in. <laughs> you got to have that in there. Got to have mm-hmm. it, man. You got to you gotta get your dicks in there, man. So that's, <laughs> that's you got it, man. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Like, I, I'm honestly looking forward to that. I want I, I want to try your nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it might be a little... Creamy, you never. It's you know, a nice finish. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, I mean, you gotta polish it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, make sure that we have a lot of hair with our nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong, dude. I mean, absolutely. It's all. <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is the show. Yeah. No, no we're all sober, right? Yeah. It's like, all right. I don't <laughs> know, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a lie. With your IPA being nine percent. That is a very tough. Like, it's yeah. like seven or eight, right? Yeah, it's down is eight point nine. Oh yeah. my god! So, so for, for <laughs> us, when we make design our beers, we design them for two things: one for flavor, yeah, and two for sustainability. So we use grains and we make them traditional style, but we also age the hell out of them. And we don't age for carbonation; we age for flavor. So it, it definitely shows. Yeah. And then you know, so we do a crap ton of research, man. And one of my favorite subjects when we brew beers. So we actually use hops, especially in our troublemaker, to hide our ABV. We use the, the grains and some of the yeast and even some of the hops in our stout to hide the ABV. So, and that's, you know, so people are like, hey, you know, and it's always a guessing game, right? And the yeah. troublemaker, they're like, all right, guess the ABV of the troublemaker. Somebody's like, this is like, man, it's like a six. Women tend to be a little bit more, you know, this is a set. By the time it's a 9.3, they're like, damn. Yeah, After two, they're yeah. like, I believe you. Yeah, and they're like, oh my gosh, how do you get so much flavor? It's all about, you know, research. You can't there. even taste the, the alcohol. That's what's crazy about it. Like in all of these, like for sure, the the porter, the stout, the troublemaker, I mean, they're all almost 9%. Well, that one being 9 and it's like, can't even taste. It doesn't taste like, because there's some of them that you try that are 9 if not eight, and you you can taste it, you yeah. definitely taste it. You're like, oh, well, yeah, just get it's that. There. Yeah, it's don't there. light a match. Don't yeah, let yeah, yeah. That jet fuel like aftertaste. Which yeah. you're like, there's flavor, and then it's just immediately overpowered by the by that taste, yeah. and you're like, yeah. oh man, no. Yeah, and that and these these designs happen in the brew day. They, okay. Everything happens when we design our beers. No different than the goza. When my son said he wanted to do a goza, so I'm not a fan of sours. He, he thinks he's our. He thinks <laughs> that it wasn't that, but I know for a fact that it was for two months. He tried to convert us to sours. <laughs> Me and my wife. He would come over to the house. We hated Saturday nights. We wanted him to go away from the house on Saturday nights. He would show up, not with one, not with two, but a freaking twelve pack of sours. <laughs> and we would, sh- and he would show up, and I'd be like. Guess what I got? Did I take my Nixium? (laughs) And then he would be like, all right. And he would disguise the beer. He'd put it in a a bag. bag. Yeah, in a bag. And he'd be serving it. And my wife and I are like, 
You know, it's like we were hitting a seance, we were trancing ourselves. Please believe. <laughs> and then we taste it and it'd be like, oh. <laughs> and then you'd be like, ah, it's so good. I'm like, you are not my son. <laughs> so uh he tried he gave up but when we opened up the brewery in one of the books that i read it said if you're gonna open up a brewery for you and your friends don't open up a brewery because you're only gonna make the beers that you guys like mm-hmm. you have to make beer for the masses so when he said hey dad i want to do a goza all right you know well, gozas he explained to you that we again Go to tradition, right? Yeah. Gozas are traditionally German beers. In fact, Napoleon called the Goza the champagne of beers. Right, yeah. And they're made close to two areas where there's brackish water. That's why you have a salty back end. But they're right. also, uh, in some cases, open-air fermented, which is where the bacteria comes that tarts the mm-hmm. So that's why it's tart up front and salty in the back. And uh, so I said, but you know what? Gozas are also based on a clear, lighter profile, like a blonde, or, you know, even almost cultures. Uh, but I said, you know what, let's do something where we can take advantage of sustainability of beers. Again, we're all about aging beers, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So we said, let's do it on a wheat-based profile. Excuse me. And that's what we did. You know, so our coach is, is not traditional in the sense that it's imparted on a clear beer. But it is traditional in the sense that we use a traditional wheat-based profile. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for us, it's all about that sustainability of the flavors. And that's what we wanted, and that's what we did. And then we got a very successful staple for us here so it's it's really good and i love like the versatility of that going right? which which that is, i have not seen that to be honest with you the chameleon of beer that it is yeah. like and i love that you say that about that because i'm like i can't think of a way to really put it it's such a versatile beer that i'm like with the options that go with it and that it immediately changes what the base beer is into something completely different and it's great. Like, I had the raspberry and the blackberry. It literally tastes like tea. It's like a raspberry tea right now. Yeah. yeah. Great. Like, I, had, I had half a mind to try your Goza with another one of your beers. Like, to try to do, like, a snake bite. Yeah. Like, to try to do some kind of mixture. I'm still trying to figure out which one. I okay. Might I'm glad you said that. Cause we had oh, a, here we, we had a young lady yesterday. She wanted the Sabor de Amor, which is also... Uh, boy, you know, <laughs> I would um, we that that menu that we have for the Goza, you know, um, we had our staples from the Goza, right? And I'll never say the word flagship, right? So I was a veteran, I was Coast Guard, and when you're on patrol and you have a flagship, there's always only one. Mm-hmm. So in the military, you have a flagship. That's usually where the senior officer is, right? So I'll never say we have flagships. I always say we have staple groups. So we had our staple Goza. And then we had, we did the, the, the razzle-dazzle, but that was, again, it was us. Right, I'll tell you the story, right? It's, it's, I guess it's not a freaking secret anymore. I keep saying it all the time. So, <laughs> uh, so you know, we were done with the goes, and my son tried it. And so that, that beer has raspberry preserves in it. Right. And I said, and, my, and Sonny comes up and he says, you know, Dad, it doesn't taste like the raspberry. I said, you know what, son? Go ahead and put raspberry preserves in it if you like it. Then bring it here, and we will make that beer. He says, all right. And we had a bar owner here uh, checking out our stuff. And he had already said, I'm t- I want to carry your entire line. Or like, we don't have enough. <laughs> the entire line. But... That's amazing. And so Sonny comes over with the razzle-dazzle. 
Many Colorado. We actually didn't even name that freaking beer. It's a customer's name. But it, super strong. <laughs> so he comes over and he's about to give it to me. And this bar owner takes it. Oh my gosh, you guys made beer cocktails? I've never heard of this shit. This is fucking awesome. Yeah. So they look at each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, we do. We're being all parts of the country where they do that. I've never freaking heard of this. Damn right, we do it here. You should try other offers. And we're like, we ain't got that, right? Yeah. I'm just rolling with it. He's like, oh my gosh. And he's like, you know what? I want two kegs of this now. And I want two kegs always on standby. Yeah, like, um, that was only a test batch. It was 10 gallons, but he got no two kegs. <laughs> oh man, can I take two gallons of this? So then we're like, so. You know, through thoughts and prayer, we're able to give him two dollars. We should give him a He convinced us he's too, too <laughs> persuasive. So that's how this whole hit story of the muddling began with the Gozen. Gotcha. Yeah. And then after that, we bought orange marmalade. And that became the beer mosa. So the razzle dazzle and the beer mosa, we didn't name. We had just the staples up on the untapped. And all of a sudden, we saw razzle dazzle. Like, what's the. I looked at two of and our customer's like, oh, I liked it so much, I needed. Do you mind? <laughs> wow. So no, I don't mind. Yeah. And another one, the beer mosa. So the beer mosa is our goza with orange in it. Oh. And it gives it, it just tastes like a mimosa, but somebody named it the beer mosa, and it showed up on the tap. All right. So after that, I was like, hey, man, name the rest of these freaking things. Yeah. I, those are safe. Yeah. People will come up with some stupid shit when they start naming those beer. Are good, those are good choices, to be honest. Like, yeah. I like that it's Razzle Dazzle. Like, yeah. the old Razzle Dazzle and the Beer Mosa. That's a great name, too, for, for yeah. like, what is an orange, like, mimosa-style beer. Mimosa like style awesome. beer. You, you yeah. want that. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, safe bet on naming everything yourself. Like, yeah. I mean, you're two for two. You, you don't know what the third one's going to be. <laughs> no. And they were showing what they named that. So I was like, yeah, they're pretty too crazy. Start putting them up there. Yeah. We got to take ownership on this. <laughs> we are, yeah, exactly. God damn it, we own the brewery. <laughs> so, but then again, we don't, right? It's like I like to tell people, we are women-owned, right? My wife and my sister own the brewery. I said, but there's really two owners. And you can tell this in brewers. There's always two owners in really good brewers. The beer and the customer. That's it. That's it. Everybody else is an investor. Be their best money time, right? <laughs> but... You, you know when you go to a brewery and they get it. They get it. They get it because the beer speaks for itself, right? And even the craziest, the craziest, the craziest breweries, they still love what they do, right? Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. Dogfish Head, Sam Adams. Oh, yeah. Those guys are passionate about what they do. Yeah. And you know what? And, and you can taste it. Mm-hmm. But you know people taste it like, ah, I can't stand this. Well, that's not, that beer's not for you. But yeah. to those of us that do like IPAs, that do like that stuff, you can feel the passion. Right? You know it's yeah. there. Yeah. And yeah. when somebody walks in the room that, that, that just wants to geek out and talk about beer, you feel that. Yeah. And that's what we're about, man. So, again, you know, the beer is, you know, for us, obviously, it's, it'll tell us when it's ready. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I can tell you, hey, like the brown, the trauma, when it comes out in three weeks, that's a speculation. It might be ready sooner. Yeah. You know, but you'll see a one-liner on uh, Facebook that'll say, the nuts are coming out. <laughs> and you see that? That's a week before the trauma. <laughs> so we didn't mean that slogan. It was a cop that came back here. And he's a regular. <laughs> he, he tasted the beer when it was, when we first brewed it, the day we brewed it, he's like, 
Oh, the dots are coming out. <laughs> That's the back of the shirt, brother. <laughs> That's the saying we have around here. Don't think like put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. That's right. That's what you got to do. <laughs> yep, let's go. Put it on a shirt. So it's that passion, right? It's what <laughs> makes us. And so our beers, that's what, that's yeah. what we're about. Yeah. And hopefully you guys taste them, man, because it is oh, a labor of love. In so. every oh, yeah. single beer that we've had, it's, yeah. you can definitely taste it. Like, all the flavor, and you can tell, like, even you guys are breaking it down, like, you didn't have to. I could already taste it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I love, like, like you said, geeking out about it, because I love hearing about it, because... Yes, the passion behind it and everything. I love hearing this, especially from like the local brewers around here. Everyone has their own take on it, their own flavor on it, their own passion for it. And the, I mean, the people will tell you. I mean, the, it's the, yes. the proof is in the pudding, is what it's right. Yeah, it's there. And you, right. and you know, because I mean, if you have if you have customers to, like naming your beer for you <laughs> and yeah. it being successful, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that you're doing something right. Yeah. And then that's what I'm saying is, you guys, I'm really looking forward to this yeah fast forward to the future i'm excited um (laughs) yes absolutely hopefully it's the end of next week but we want this to be a very new orleans bourbon street style vibe and this is exactly what i wanted to bring up next is that i immediately walked in and was greeted by blues and i couldn't feel more like i want to say at home but like more comfortable with being in a place because it's not every day you walk into a bar and they're playing blues or and then at some point they're going to play Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how soon can you walk into a room and then make that stink face like, mm. yeah. yeah, it's and it's yes. a, a great, it's a great deviation from people who are tired of just going to bars yes. and people who just go to nightclubs. Like yeah. if that's not your scene and you want more of an enriching experience, if you want to have a couple of beers and have a fun night and make sure that, you know, you're comfortable and you're relaxed and you get taken care of, like craft rhythm and bruise is where you would go. That's what I wanted to mention too, was like from when we came in through the tour, through everything, it's like, you're treating us like part of a family right now. Absolutely. Like we just walked into the, to someone's like party, like where the party, they're like, hey, come on, what do you yeah. want? Let me get it for you. <laughs> Have a seat. We'll get you a play. And then here's a, here's a bowl of salsa with some chili. And you're like, yeah, I'm here. That's why you're not over here with us. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to abandon the table. <laughs> like, no, 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 it's coming with us. <laughs> no, I'm, man, I'm so glad that you guys feel that because that's what, you know, um, there's nothing more special for us than what we see. You know, it happens, it happens every week, almost every night. Happened again this, this afternoon. We had a couple show up and uh, they came in, they tried our beers, and they were like, Yeah, we don't know what to worry, yada, yada. And we had a young guy, one of our regulars. And he was he was on a mission today to try to empty out empty us out of our Irish. Of our really? Mistake. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he <laughs> didn't make it. I thought he was gonna do it. He didn't make it, but <laughs> in this process of trying to in his quest, he made friends with this couple. They exchange awesome. numbers and all that, and that happens a That's lot. That's awesome. It happens a lot. Yeah. The, the coolest time is we see people that are hanging out. Hey, man, let's go. Let's go. Hey, let's go eat dinner. Let's go. And all of a sudden, friendships are formed. Mm-hmm. And it happens in places because there's one thing in common, and that's good beer. Good beer. This is the place for in the atmosphere, too. It's like, like that's what yeah. sets everything, like, 
not only is like the flavor of the beer perfect, it's like the atmosphere just complements everything. Because you don't get that everywhere, you know? And yeah. here it's just you're hit with it and you're just comfortable. Like you could just you're gonna lose hours here. <laughs> yeah, you I definitely You're gonna lose hours here and you're not even gonna notice. You're gonna be like, Yeah, they're like the hell is that? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> my wife called me. <laughs> she think I'm alive? Yeah, she did. Oh, where's she? <laughs> She's like, I'm on the line. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, there's to me, there's a, a, a saying, right? You know, attributed to Einstein, but it says, you know, strive not to be of success, but of value. So yeah. if you are always of value, people will find you. People will always seek you out. And that's what we want, man. The beer, everything is all one. The beer, right? Like you said, hey, you taste the beer. And, you know, I've had people come over and they've had hard days. And they just want to talk to you. And I'm like, all right, I guess that I have that, you know, hey, I want to talk to you. Face I'm cool, man, because I, you know, I talk so much, I teach so much, I train so much, it's great to listen. And they're always there, like, oh, you know, this is going on, I can't believe this, and it's like, oh, man, oh, that's good. <laughs> and they put it down, and then they change up the subject, and they start talking about positive things, and I'm like, and in my mind, I'm like, we did that. Yeah. yeah we did that. Mm-hmm. You know? And a smile on someone's face. It served him a happy meal is what she did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I couldn't afford a happy meal that I was going to have. So we stole them. I mean, oh, Bob, I'm sorry. No, no, no but, uh, but you're right. That's and, exactly what it is. And that's something you can't quantify. And that's something that I always bring up because it has to do with the art of beer. It has to do with more of the... The emotional spectrum that you feel when when you have a good beer it yeah. really does change like your whole perspective just because there's an art to brewing beer that shows that you know you have all of this love and care into it and when you drink a good beer it shows yes yes definitely it, it does and it really is and you know and people make you know, I think all our beers are solid and they're great and they're staples. And our, our whole intent is quality and consistency. We should be able to come back a year from now. The troublemaker's the same. The stout's the same. All of these beers should always be that. And then you do crazy, right? Then you do the goes are crazy. Then we do the, the pumpkin ale and all that stuff. So, but it's that exact thing that you said. It's that, it, it, it is a spectrum of roller coaster rides that you have and hopefully it's a positive experience mm-hmm. but that's what we're all about man the music is is, is the tone center right mm-hmm. and everything just right. rides on top of that note so even if you're just you're chilling you know and some people are just listening to the vibe and then you ask them stevie comes on and everybody likes stevie. yeah, yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> gotta have stevie. that's the game changer. Yeah. once it hits yeah. you're like yeah yeah and that's, Here why, I am. I'm that's why i'm super <laughs> excited and that's why i'm glad that everybody can see the the construction that's that, going on this because as soon as as your son mentioned like yeah we're planning on having live people I here bring that up and, yeah, and having performances, performances. Awesome. i mean where else are you gonna go in el paso for something like that and you know and you're you're having those nights where you uh like do the the snaps instead of the clap and everything you do the whole you know oh like, man that's like gangsta bro yeah but then with me i'm like always off beat yeah. 
<laughs> I tried. Yeah. I mean, you just don't, you just make the motion, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I want to think you're the one off key. Where <laughs> yeah. you think you know the words, you're just kind of have them. Uh, them. <laughs> dude, and you're so right. Last night, I can't show up. You know, he, I guess his mom was doing something next year at the trophy place, and he walks in. And he's like, hey, man, it's a brewery. I said, yeah, man. And he had a saxophone with us. And okay. I said, bro, beer for music. And he's like, only if you have a, if only if you have a stop. I got a milk stop. Have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I love, you know, people drink German stuff, right? Because he gets it. Where do I set up? Yeah. <laughs> and he played, he played three songs for us. That's awesome. Amazing. And we he had came a came in out. back and just... That's he had a packed house and literally it almost brought me to tears, man. He is unbelievable. He has got a, I give him a shout out, man. His band's called the Golden Group. Golden Group. Daniel yeah. Rivera. Dude, man, we are so blessed. I mean, it was truly amazing. He inspired so many people. It just everything was the mood with, from that was so different afterwards. It was right. euphoric. You know, yeah, people were more beers, yeah. you know. So that changes the mood for the better. You're yeah. like Man. And I know you said your family is musically inclined. I am. I am a drummer. I I play drums. I I play keyboards. I play a oh, little shit. bit of bass. I play trombone. I play a harmonica. You know, I, play I hate a, you. <laughs> and I sing too. I didn't even. I, I left that out for less. He he likes to do this thing where he humble brags. He just yeah, humble I, I do humble brag right a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I say too, bro. Yeah, just only for myself. In my world, I'm the best. Yeah. Dude, I'm with you on that one. My I think too, professionally, <laughs> in my truck, in the right songs playing. Almost always journey. I miss the notes, <laughs> but I was beautiful. <laughs> I pulled out the truck. <laughs> yeah. but to just see like to just see a name like crap rhythm and bruise and just to like come here and be like no like this is this is gonna be the real deal like this is gonna be like you, you guys have a speakeasy room in the back yeah we were like, talking about speakeasy room we have it super excited <laughs> yeah <laughs> i want to rent out speakeasy out here it's already like concept of like you need a password to get back here. Yeah. you gotta knock twice say yeah. the password slide yeah. a 20 under the door <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I won't say anything, but the nuts are coming out. Maybe one of them. Yeah. Oh man, uh, uh, thank you guys. We're so honored, man. And we're 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 really appreciative that you guys enjoy the beers because it is a lot of fun. We absolutely enjoy making them, and you know, every one of these has a story. The freaking troublemaker. It's a cursed beer to make. Get yourself thoughts <laughs> about that. Yeah, the freaking thing. I mean, we're going to bring a snake lady or something, man. Just some kind of, <laughs> you know, we have got to. That one has just got to give us a break on a brew day. But, you know, it's like it has fun. Yeah. It has fun. That's what sells. That's the character behind it now. It's and that's that's yeah. that's just that beer now. You're like, well, it wouldn't be that beer if it wasn't that. Now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we call our beer artists because they all, you know, our 1301, our vanilla porters, the first beer we made yet, 1301, but it is. It is a very well-behaved, everything goes well with the 1301. She it's behaves really in every way. It doesn't give us any problems, and it just, it's just a good beer. And That's why we always, when we have flights, we, um, we start off with the 1301. And people are always like, why are you starting me off with the darks? I said, because 
if I start you off with the lights, by the time you get to the darks, your palate's changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, then all of a sudden, true. you taste different notes, right? Mm-hmm. If I, if, even especially if I introduce a half as part of the lineup, half yeast likes a part of those spicy notes on your tongue. Yeah. And then you, your, your, uh, your taste buds often get uber sensitive. And then I give you a really rich, beautiful beer that has vanilla in it, and you might get some parts of either a coffee flavor or a chocolate flavor, and you're like, ah, oh, it's just a standard dark. And it's so, not that. And it's, it's not, it's yeah. not that. So that's, a not. Good, that's a good way to look at that, and that's the way you want to set up your flight, because you want people to have a, I guess, a consistent palate through, something that complements what you just had that's not going to kill the next beer for you. Mm-hmm. You don't want that. That's right. Some places mess up flights with that, that you're like, I, I shouldn't try this in this order. Because I've been that where some places put up a flight for you, and you're like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't do it in this way yeah. because that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, and then the other thing that we do different is I've been brewing for a long time, but I've been, I was drinking, my first craft beer I had was probably in 92, 93. I had a blackened voodoo in New Orleans. So we lived in New Orleans for four years and a blackened voodoo and it was a 10% ABV stout. And I thought, I'm going to be drinking more royal, right? That was the thought <laughs> process back then. And I had it and I was like, what other things are, you know? So we went from New Orleans and, and the, you know, the Coast Guard took us to Virginia. So we went from Sin City to the Bible Town. That was wild. <laughs> and uh, and I could not buy beer at certain times. At yeah. New Orleans, I could yeah. buy beer at six in the morning, you know? Mm-hmm. In fact, we used to work till six in the morning and we would go to a bar at six in the morning and drink. You know, they yeah, would have different. people doing yoga on the TV, which is wild. But, uh, <laughs> but we were drinking. We were drinking and playing pool at six o'clock in the morning in New Orleans. And, and in Virginia, yeah, not so much. Nope. Not, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> and uh, so in Virginia, though, they had the beer gardens. Yeah, and like true. true beer gardens, man. It's not like, hey, brother, can you hook us up with like something? So what do you want? Uh, I'll take the, the porter. Porter? Yeah. I'm going to go for the milk stout. Milk stout? Mm. And uh, I'll do some milk stuff. Thank you, thank brother. You, thank you. And uh, over there, when they say beer garden, it's a beer garden, man. I mean, you yes. walk through the trees yeah. to get in that. <laughs> it's a legit. And it garden. was, yeah. So here you put a sign that says beer garden, and there ain't one speck of vegetation. There's a couple trees. Uh-huh. Oh, not even a sign. It's like this is a nice effort. <laughs> like for here, you're like, that's a good effort. It's a beer garden. It's just yeah. right. <laughs> you see the ficus tree? It's a good effort. So and it's like I see poofers I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? I mean they're like they'll put like pots. Yeah. 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 Dude, just give it a give it yeah. a yeah. You're like, yeah. I get it. I mean I guess. Yeah. How about like a little beer desert or, or yeah. you know, an arid garden, right? Oh, 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 I, like don't don't sell something at eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it's one of those where you go to a, like an actual beer garden, you're like fucking yeah. beer garden. Yeah, it's a beer yeah, garden. Yeah, to, it's a beer oasis. It's an oasis. Oh. Yeah. Beer Oasis is not beer garden. Yeah. Don't, don't sell something you're not, first of all. That's 
Dude, that's yes. amazing. Yes. Yes. Exactly. It's a beer oasis. Change the landscape, bro. Yes. yes. We're going to have a beer oasis out here. Yeah. Oh, definitely. We got a beer oasis. <laughs> you got an order of Petit Bar? Fuck no. We got a beer oasis. That's right. <laughs> you're going to like it. And you're going to enjoy it. You lost the oasis. That's right. Yeah. So, dude, that's amazing. I'll put that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's a- that's why I'm super glad. Once again, I am super like messed. I we completely messed up because we didn't mention it's 1301 Texas Avenue. 1301 Texas. I'll, I'm gonna add limit and it put it at the beginning. We're professionals here. You can you can find Craft Rhythm and Brews at 1301 Texas Avenue. We'll put it at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it like nice little, yes. little picture. Oh, that's me. Thank you so much. Stop. Stop. Thank you, brother. But yes, oh man, I would love. To. Oh man, okay. So we're friends with we're, we're friends with another podcast, uh, Six Feet Under. Uh-huh. Uh, and oh yeah, that's what I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And they just had uh, a one year anniversary. Oh yeah. And they actually got uh, Sheepdog Old Sheepdog Brewing. Guts, love Gus. Gus, shout out, shout yeah. out to Old Sheepdog. Shout, shout out to Gus. Gus, love you. Six yeah. feet under, fucking yeah. like. Although oh, I hate that you have all those freaking murals sent in my way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah. <laughs> That's Damn something that was discussed during you, the, the tour as well. Yeah. Um, but as you can see, we're like this place is definitely still getting ready to mm-hmm. open up. So you'll definitely see some sick ass murals. I can't wait. I know. I'm super excited. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So let's do a toast German style. So Germans toast with the bottom of the glass. And they look each other in the eye when they toast, right? Yeah. Uh, let's not do that again. Tell me where you make it weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. <laughs> but I oh. loved it. I swear those sexy eyes were for the beer. All right. Now we can look at each other. Don't, move. <laughs> look, just don't, don't look me in the eyes. It puts me off. <laughs> I had that effect on people. <laughs> hey, it's a good beer, man. All right. Get your beer goggles, yeah. man. It's good beer, all right? Just like, don't make me spit it out. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. Yeah, so, yeah, 1301 Texas. You know, in fact, our vanilla pour is called 1301 for that reason. It's the first beer we brewed here, and it, it just stuck. But it's also, man, it's the sense of family, dude. You yes, know, my, my wife and my son. I, I can be more proud of my son. I, oh, that's recording. Oh, <laughs> now he knows. He's once it's there, it's already yeah. documented. There goes his initiative. We'll put a nice, we'll put a nice picture there. Never mind. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll find right. out. Put yeah. pictorial. Yeah, it's a, he didn't mean it, flashy. <laughs> so... You know, the fact that he did the Goza and, you know, and it's it's been such a hit. We're just so happy, man. And, it, you know, uh, you know, and then we're, yeah, we're making money in this shit. That's the great part. That's the great part, man. So, I know that, that my sister and my brother-in-law saw the, the benefit of the future, you know, but it's it's at the end of this. This is all crap here, man. And yeah. So, our, our passion is the home brewers. You know, they are the lifeline to anything and everything we do. I started there. I converted probably at least 60 to 70 people to grab beer. And I'm sure their sphere of influence for, this, for what they're doing is the same. And, you know, rising yeah. tide lifts all boats. So 
what they do ultimately will benefit us. Mm-hmm. What's awesome is we've actually had uh, some homebrewers like reach out to us too to be like, hey, would you would you guys be down to try some of our homebrews on the show? And at first we're kind of like, only if you first. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. Like <laughs> you have to drink it in front of us. I need you to take a sip first. Then yes. <laughs> you know. But I'm just like, yeah, no, no, of course. It's just kind of like one of those. It's it's kind of surreal to us too when when people are like mentioning to us like, oh, you know, the show like, why don't you try this on the show or can you come talk to us? Like, when you when you guys reached out to us, <laughs> I was literally like in my bed going like. Why? Why? Yeah, I had and, then I'm just, like, why? and then I'm like, oh, that's right. We do a show about craft beers. Maybe that's, that's probably important. And then I messaged him. He saw messages on the page. And then like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm like, yeah. we, do, we do a show, remember? Yeah. We do, we do it like a few times a week. Just remember? Yeah, yeah just there. You were there. Yeah. I swear you were there last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you actively participated, I remember. It's, it's I just, think. It's just, it's just, that's how mind blowing it is. Yeah, it's one of those things where you're kind of like, oh, okay, that's cool. So it's like, it's, it's, yeah. we, we feel just as honored, like you having us here that we're like, yeah, yeah we, these, this is our passion too, talking about beer, local. Drink yes. local, shop local, support local, yes. and I mean the El Paso. You you gotta understand the passion behind everything here. Mm-hmm. It's we we are not underselling it, folks. Like this is you can tell it's there. Like you gotta try it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't explain it to you any more than that. Like you just it, gotta it really, try it. It's it's really hard to put into words how much you want people to try stuff that you're passionate about. Yeah, that you feel like. You know what? I feel like everybody could like this if one, they didn't think all craft beers were the same, like right. IPAs. You gotta break that. You like gotta that. break that mindset. Yeah, because it has like everyone has that mindset first. Yeah, and you're like no, no, no. You you gotta break that stigma. You yeah, know? and then once I swear, once you dip your toe in it, you're swimming. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna be swimming. Yeah. And you know the craziest thing, it happens. It's happened to me, a handful of times. Well, I have the Bud Light drinkers. Mm-hmm. And here it's happened about three times. They'll come in and say, hey, sir, you know, I'm here. I know your son, you know, but I'm a Bud Light drinker. And I said, you know what, man, just try them. No pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, tell me really honestly, give me your honest opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And all three times, and this is no lie, all three times they said, and uh, I come, I circle back to them and say, hey, what'd you guys take? Oh, I'm buying a brown. Okay, cool. Yeah, what are you getting? Oh, the milk stout. <laughs> yeah, what? I like to like, 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 you didn't know you like stop. That was like the opposite. Yeah, like that you're gonna get like be safe with the weed or something like that, right? Yeah. No, 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 yeah, that's what's crazy. Is a lot, a lot of like people, and that's I think it's a big stigma around here. Is like a lot of Bud Light drinkers, yeah. like light beer drinkers around here, which I mean, to each their own, right? Like, yeah. if that's what you like, that's what you like. But I mean, you'll there's a craft beer that's gonna match it for mm-hmm. sure, and palate, if mm-hmm. not taste, a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy when you see someone completely change a flavor to be like, oh, I want the style. That's amazing. You're like, see, what were you afraid of? You just got to dip your toe. And you'll, yeah. you'll like it, I swear. It is. And you're, you're hitting the nail on the head, right? And there's there's the craft breweries, you know, in town that only make the only make a style of beer once. Mm. But that's craft beer, man. That, that's, hey, man, you, mm-hmm. you're your own personal artist. It's your signature, yep. you know? We are committed to making the same beer you know, more than once, we, we're committed to having our staples, and we're committed to great, so we like to hit the gamut, right? But it's all about, you know, for us, it's all about that passion, you know, 
So, you know, today, you know, and I keep getting suggestions, right? So if I would have had my way and I would have had like a day or two and you, you guys were coming, we'd be surrounded by home brewers. I would reach out to the home brewers community. We would be here just having them talk about beer. So I am going to have a brew day. So we kind of got this handshake deal with a bar who wants me to make them a, an IPA. All right. I say, man, that's really cool. He says, oh, I'm buying it all. I'll buy it right now. I'm like, dude, you haven't even tried it. Yeah, right. like, oh, no, I tried your, your flag. You're good. I know you're good. You're going to make it. I'm like, no, oh, no. Yeah. And he says, I want exclusive. I'm like, really, bro? I'm like, I'm working for you. Yeah, like, yeah. All right. You guys can carry it in your place. Oh, I'm like, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Jeez, I'm I'm like, it. <laughs> they made my beers. And all of a sudden, I just had no control of what was yeah. yeah. But what I wanted to do is invite people to come over for a brew day. That's so I can teach them how to brew. That's so I can be just, so I'm brewing this, this is what we're doing, and I want homebrewers to come over to just chill. Hey, man, bring your stuff. Let's just talk beer. Yeah. You know? And you know what? This is That's super awesome, and I hate to cut you off sure. just because this mic is, uh, this microphone is omnidirectional, which means that we can set it in the center of any room. If you yeah. want to have a group of brewers and you actually want to have an in-depth talk about brewing processes and what you use we would be really i would be really interested oh, no, in that. We can make that happen. yeah we are super happy to do that because oh, yeah we honestly the, the thing for me is that when you look at i mean when normal when non-craft drinkers look at breweries they see just like the company you know and they yeah. just see they don't see the, the personality behind everything. They don't see the people who are putting in the, the time and, uh, of day every day. And that's why we loved helping out with, like, the Save El Paso Breweries event mm -hmm. when we helped Aurelia's and El Paso and all of those brewing companies. Um, we loved interviewing everybody because we, we know as far as much as that we love craft brewing that there's always going to be a group of people that are just passionate about beer. Yeah. that are behind the project yeah and we want to bring that into the forefront because i mean el paso is a a very like old school way of thinking city so you know if they see somebody that's like willing to be like well no you come here i'll help you out you can ask me any questions you can oh, talk come to me yeah it, it does wonders for people absolutely. yeah we, i've sat down with a guy you know the best thing that i the best experience that i had here is talking to a young guy home brewer he gave me one of his stickers. And you know, it's like, dude, I know you're legit. You want to do something. You're putting you're putting your name to paper. And I put a sticker prominently on our on our uh, walk. And but that year, I mean, you, you guys are hitting the nail on the head. You you feel that passion. You know that passion, and that's what we're about. You know, I'm even willing to say, hey, man, this is how we do things. You know, if you guys need grains and you guys have, you can't find it. You know, EP brewing on. Oh, you know, Detroit doesn't have it. Then you know what? Well, we order, we'll order stuff for you guys. I mean, it's because, again, it's those mm -hmm. grassroots, right? Yeah. When, yeah. when the pandemic hit, we know we were established, but if we were, it would be all those grassroots would have sustained us. And we know it. Mm -hmm. We know it in our hearts that we would, and that's, and that's what we're about. So, yeah. you know, but we get crazy. I mean, owning a brewery, you get some crazy cats. One guy called us, and he wants to rent real estate on our growlers. Really? I'm like, dude, what does that mean? <laughs> I'm like, what are you like talking about? Like a logo? He wants a logo on all of our all, all the grounds. And I'm like, okay. And I, I told him, I said, yeah. I said, bro, I don't know how to take you. 
<laughs> yeah. Let me think about this, right? Yeah, and then, that's interesting. Then we got approached by a haircutting business because at the time it was to save the breweries. And they reached out to us and said, hey, man, I'm sorry, you guys, we were a part of it. We kind of jumped in late. Don't worry about it, you know. But it, to me, in my mind, it was like, look, guys, you also have, you're missing the mark on Save the Brews because yes. El Paso is not a brew town yet. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's like 3% of the market. Yeah. So Save the Brews was, a, in my, my mind, it's a little too bold for El Paso. But, you know, so we weren't part of it yet, you know. But then we had approached by haircutting business. Same thing. Hey, man, we want to do something with you guys. Can we put our logo on your growlers? I'm like, look, man, no. It only benefits me. It doesn't benefit you. You know, so so we said, okay, hey, let me think about it. Then my son said, hey, there's, you know, if we do that, Dad, we can bring another business. And at that time, we had like five businesses that wanted to do stuff with us. Mm -hmm. So the milk stout raises my IQ. So we had a milk stoutian moment. (laughs) And... uh, and I said, I got it. This is what we're going to do. You know how you guys, how you guys, not you guys, but schools sell the coupon books with a bunch of discounts. Right. That you always lost and you always found the day after the fucking coupons expired. <laughs> every time. Every, every single time. time. Every single freaking time. Peter Harper ones. Yeah, exactly. It's like, God damn it. We had a free soft serve. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So take it to the range and shoot it. But uh, <laughs> so I said, we're going to do something like but what we're going to do is not a coupon book. We're going to do a shirt. Okay. And the businesses that are going to come in with us, they have to be local and small, and we'll put their logos on the back of the shirt. And so you wear that shirt, and you go to these establishments, and then the shirt's your coupon. When you walk okay. in with that shirt, you get the benefit. Okay. So it was great, right? Five businesses, right? We'd only been in business for like four months. I don't know what I was getting into. Yeah. You know, <laughs> make you smart and brave. So, yeah, stupid brave. So we were talking to the, uh, we had done some uh, advertisement with Kelly Q, so Adrian brought us from Kelly Q this year. We pitched him the idea and said, hey, man, that's what we want to do. But it's all about saving small business. And Sonny had told me about a bakery that's about to go under and they needed some help. It's all about promoting. Right. In case, so I pitched the idea to Adrian, and he gets back in touch with Sonny the next day. He says, hey, I pitched it to my higher-ups, and they're giving me time to promote this to small businesses we know. Awesome. And can you guys take on more businesses? I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Next thing you know, it turns into this mammoth effort, right? And we had oh. to stop it. We're at 33 businesses. Whoa. We stopped it at 33, right? And From now five to 33. Five to 33. Holy shit. And so now we have other breweries. We have uh, Gus at Old Sheepdog. We have Mount Star. We have Mission Trail. Oh, I love Mount Star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. been there a couple yeah. times. So we, uh, and then we did. Uh, Food places, we got podium finish, we have the lunchbox, Carlos oh, and Mickey's, wow. the Brown, Carlos awesome. and Mickey's, the pecan farmers, the haircutting place. Haircutting place is doing 25% off. Oh, wow. What? 25% off. I made a, a. Not that you would use it. <laughs> well, no, like, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Don't be real. I've been growing this ever since like the whole COVID started. So Dude, it works. So now that I'm like, now that things are getting kind of normal back and getting that sense of normalcy, I'm like, I might cut it. I might not. You get a mohawk. Comment down That'd below. Be so cool. <laughs> Comment down below. Make sure you get a mohawk. <laughs> yeah. If this gets enough support, I'll get that mohawk. We'll record it and we'll pay yeah, it. Sure so the place is called Yes We Do, and they were they were with us from the beginning. They were brothers in crime on this. So. 
it was this whole thing of doing 33 mouth places. So now, okay, like you said, hey, man, if you do a $100 buy, because the original buy was 50 bucks. You got a shirt, you got a poster, you got a table tent with a QR code that showed the, the, the businesses and the discounts. Oh, okay. So KLAQ came back and said, if you do it for 100 we will advertise those businesses on the radio. We will run, I think it's like, they're going to run uh, four businesses at a time on each ad, but they're going to run the ad about 40 times between now and April. Oh, And on okay. KLAQ and on yeah. ESPN 600 during March Madness. Oh, so oh wow. have, that's a lot of airtime, yeah. And so Holy now crap. you have these businesses that could not afford airtime getting it for 100 bucks. Yeah, and the whole thing was it's about the shirts, yeah, and promoting this. Not to, it's about the shirt sales, but it's like you're getting a hundred dollar buyer so you can promote these businesses, man. And so, awesome. with the intent of saying, Hey, we got to have businesses on the east side, far east, northeast, central, you know, west side. Yeah. And so, it was all about that. So, uh, enter prop. So the campaign is called Hey All Shots Mall, but the tag, how do you, how do you, what do you do with this? Uh, so, anyways, the hashtag. There's the hashtag. <laughs> I hate you all. He he knew what he was trying to say. Yes. yes. We so, all knew what he was so trying I to say. I jacked him up because he was like, Shit. He knew. Yeah. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> <laughs> local for local 915. Local for local 915 is the hashtag. And yeah, so the businesses now, there'll be 33 businesses. And on the back of this shirt, I never worked in merchandise, man. <laughs> so the businesses will form the letters E. P. I did that right. So yeah, yeah. E. It looks great here. There you go. Right <laughs> I'm sure you should have seen my camera. So, so the business the letters E. P. in the back, and uh, but just it looks so it's, it's catchy, right? Yeah, that's amazing. Very. So thank you. Awesome that Kayla Q. Yeah, you know, was doing that. Right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That airtime's great. Yeah, like, so that's that's really good. For again, for businesses that had never heard of being on the radio, now they're gonna get shout out, exactly. call outs. Yeah. But again, it's like, dude, you're going to get this. You're in for 100 bucks, but you got to promote those businesses. Yeah. You got to talk about, hey, you need a, a oil change. You need to get food. You want beer. You want all this. Absolutely. That's what you talk about. So that was the, the, the whole deal. Definitely. Yeah. We just didn't know it was going to grow so much next. Yeah. And it pop up here. <laughs> and that's that's super oh, awesome nice. because like <laughs> even <laughs> even with us, like just having this here, being able to do this episode here today right here. is a whole long way from where we started. And we started about a month or two ago. Uh, we we didn't really have any <laughs> we had effects. Yeah. <laughs> I'll add some sound effects or something <laughs> in post-production. <laughs> like some Windows XP, like three, three. Yeah. User, how are you doing your time? Hey, this is what it looks like to drink supervised. <laughs> <laughs> I learned drinking too. <laughs> so I'm watching you. <laughs> I'm watching you. We, we think it's super amazing. It sounds like a previous conversation, doesn't it? 
I, uh, I acknowledge nor deny any of allegations. Uh, <laughs> forth here today on this camera. <clears throat> so, Jeff, uh, so next, uh, next thing. Yes. <laughs> Maury said that. <laughs> I am the father. Wait, what uh, before we oh, continue, okay. everybody that's in here, so over there on the far, where are they? Right to the people. Stage left. Stage left. Camera left. Yeah. Camera left. Oh, man, one of our owners, who in South Tele. Uh, down here, you met the brewmaster already, Fred. So, so above him is Luz Salazar, the other owner. Uh, you met me already. I'm Sonny, uh, uh, Lee Brewer. And right here is uh, uh, part of marketing is Zema Vasquez. Hi. <laughs> Zema is marketing and everything else, man. The world does not revolve around here. She came in with a hashtag. Yeah. She's <laughs> hashtag everything. <laughs> She's the one that came in saving for the hashtag. Yeah. So part of our goza, one of the, the sticks to our goza is the goza picosa. And <laughs> goza it has jalapeno marmalade. It's phenomenal, dude. So, I almost tried it. So it's phenomenal. Like so you need to if you go to the Walmarts <laughs> or the Albertsons right now, you will not find this particular jalapeno jelly anywhere because we have bought them out. There is no jalapeno oh, wow. jelly on the west side of El Paso. That's how popular that beer's been for us. You know where it's all yeah. at now. Folks. Yes. Now, yeah. So, so Zema and my sister Luce are part of that. But Zema is responsible for people not having raspberry jelly or orange jelly anywhere near El Paso. That's why I couldn't find it. I just thought it was a weird yeah, coincidence. Uh, so, so much for your bagels, right? <laughs> I had to go back to cream cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want cream cheese, man. I didn't want it, but yeah. I had it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. But again, dude, this is what it's all about. This is family, bro. Mm-hmm. Family. I feel like I'm glad everybody came onto the picture because this is exactly what we've been trying to talk about when it comes to El Paso Brewery sort of having a face and being able to say, like, this is just like hanging out with your family. Yeah. Like, this is not worth, like, even though craft beer is somewhat scary for people because they think that it's all beer snob. Yeah, and, yeah. And, like, IPAs, then, like, you, you. have to. <laughs> and beer snob. <laughs> and people who, like, throw their, their beer and, like, oh, sniff it. <laughs> you know, like. Uh, or they freaking come in and put a light underneath it, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's not all that. <laughs> Most of the times, it is just people who are very passionate about yeah. brewing and very passionate about the beer that they make, that they know that it, it's other people are going to enjoy it because you guys have worked so hard on a recipe that you know is going to appeal to not just yourselves or your friends, but to everybody. And I, I feel like that's a big difference between people who are just brewing for themselves and people who are actually brewing to, to be... Uh, a, a brewery for people, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I, no, that I, makes sense. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're on it. You're on it right now. You're good. That, <laughs> that, you, dude, you, you, yeah, you're hitting the nail right yeah. on the head in that. And we don't. We, we, you know, I talk to other brewers, and they're like, "Oh man, we came up with three brew, uh, recipes over lunch." Okay, that's craft beer, but that's not us. Yeah, we, I, we have to look at the history of the beers. We got to look at what we're doing from the grains and how we're parting them. And we sit yeah. and we talk about what do we want our notes, right? You know, and the pumpkin spice was the first one that we actually sat down collectively and we said, what do we want in that type of beer? And I said, okay, oh, I want to do this. And said, okay, when do you expect those notes? And that's why our, our spice ale is a two-part ale. 
It's aromatic, but the flavor of the beer is different than what you get in the aromas. That's why we'll never serve. We'll be non-traditional in our flex. We will have we will have flex, but we will have salsa. Mm. Yes, we will not have a traditional flight like you have in almost every craft brewery yeah. because one, you'll either get a small sample, right? Yes. No cup, yeah. or you'll get a flight glass. Mm -hmm. The problem is a flight glass doesn't have a rim. No. That's just open. And so what happens is your nose is not part of the experience in the flight. And that's, you know, to me, in, in the years that we've gone to breweries, it's several times it's happened where I have a beer, and actually more than several times, I'll have a beer and then I'll order a pint, and it doesn't taste the same. No. And it's like, hey, man, is this the same beer? And they're like, yes. Why? Because your nose is not part of the experience. Mm -hmm. it's, so, it's important when they do those samples. Like, a lot of yeah. times when, when you do a sample, it's like, that's great, you tasted it, but you probably didn't experience it the same. Because when you're like... Oh, that, that tasted good. Let me get let me get a pint of that. And you take the pint, and you're like, this is not the same. What? Hold on. Because you didn't experience it. You hit it, man. You that's didn't exactly. And that's important. That's the next shirt quote. Put it on the shirt. <laughs> to us, personally, uh, on more than one occasion, where we've dealt with that, hey, we get a little sample. Yeah. And, and and now with COVID, you know, it's been sampled that even smaller. Yeah, than yes, it used to be. Yes, yes. <laughs> smaller is already sampled. Yeah. Like like yeah. they're they're this small to begin with. A sample sample. <laughs> it's more head than than liquid because right. they just. <laughs> and you're like, I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll commit. Yeah. I don't know, man. Commit. <laughs> I guess I'll commit to a play. <laughs> Give me options, damn it. You committed with a small sample and now she wants half. Right? <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> Sounds like prom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You notice it's oh, only the guys laughing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hear the like, just to change the subject. Um, He's laughing for what's going to come after you guys. Stop filming. <laughs> yes, so just to change the subject real quick. If like a random person would come into Craft Rhythm and Brews and you, they asked, uh, surprise me, what would you guys recommend as like their first oh, beer? Troublemaker. Troublemaker. Troublemaker right off the bat. That's a good surprise. The porter? That's a good surprise. No, the porter is a surprise. When you no, sour no. and salt, that's a surprise. You know why the troublemaker? No, no, no. Well, the jalapeno goes because who's going to expect that? Yeah. That's a curveball. That's yeah. a surprise. <laughs> Even I would know that. Yeah. I made the ghost. Okay. <laughs> so the reason I say the troublemaker is for two reasons. One, you come to a craft brewery. Okay. And two, the, the troublemaker is an IPA that hides its ABV. It does. And it that's really why does. it's a surprise. That's the massive surprise, you know. Mm -hmm. Again, today, the highest I got. So one guy did, one guy, because I told him it was already a double it, so he knew his stuff. But he went 9.6. But he's like, I went 9.6 just because you told me it was a double. But then, interestingly enough, this tastes like a 5.5%. Wow. And so I said, yeah, because we messed. So would you want to be surprised? Have that's a, that's a big surprise, right? yeah. But the Goza because it's unique, right? I yeah. want something that is different. So Goza's different. It's not a surprise, it's different. I think you got to figure how they ask the question. It depends how they ask. They're like, I want a surprise. And you're like, oh, they want a pleasant surprise. Go with the troublemaker. Yeah, because they're like, I want a surprise. They're like, okay, probably troublemaker. They're like, no, I want you to give me some. I want you to surprise me. It's like, 
It goes, because it's like, you asked. <laughs> Careful what you ask for. That's, I think that's yeah. how you're going to gauge it. And I like that. It's like both spectrums. True. I mean, personally, I'd have been surprised either way because I really don't do a lot of IPAs, but having the Troublemaker, I'm like, this, I can drink this. And like, one, because you don't taste the, you don't taste anything that would have like given you clues like, oh, this is an IPA, oh, this is a 9%. <laughs> It, it's none of that's there. You're like, yes. oh, this is what? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. No, you're lying to me. <laughs> yeah. And our beers are that way, man. They're designed. Even the Goza, we will muddle it because we've had people say, "I'm not a beer drinker." And next thing you know, they'll try a razzle dazzle or something. They'll be like, "You guys made a liar out of me." Hundred percent of the time, <laughs> yeah. spouses that come in, they'll say it's, it's a razzle dazzle. So, uh, but aside from that, you know, the troublemaker is one where. El Paso culture. We 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 want to get people in here that like IPAs, and we want to get people in here that are not into craft beer, but we want to educate them. So the troublemaker is a safe tasting craft beer. Mm, it's definitely. not a safe, easy beer to just say all nighter, right? Well, yeah. I tried it. It only eight and a half hours, but <laughs> um, but it is a safe beer to say, hey, this is a bolder spectrum, but see, there's still a lot of flavor. Right. Yeah, right. So this is only entry level IPA. Don't start thinking that all IPAs are the same. Don't yeah, go, no, don't don't do go and try some stone or some dog food. Yeah, no, you're, 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 you're going to be rocked if you do that. That's, I'm, <laughs> glad, I'm glad you brought up stone because I had them exactly taste some stone oh, IPAs no. that are just like completely hop centric. That it's just like this oh, is gonna taste that. like rocks and nothing. Oh, else. I'm like, yeah, this mm-hmm. this is what I picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the thing. I this is the shit I talk about. Yeah, I'm like, are, are we running at a, an hour and a half? Yeah. Okay. Right. I just don't know when we want to go. It's a special episode. Okay. Fine with me. How many times do you get to chat with like the whole crew? I know. And Vic, is this an everyday episode? No, and that's why I'm very hey, excited. What, hold on. First of all, put the Ray Band. That's somehow. <laughs> First of all, calm down. Start playing some That's a fucking sexy animal right there. He just is like, holy are we going for an hour and a half? Yeah. <laughs> I have to put the chairs on. Yeah, he's like, are we running extra today? Yeah, this is this is just it's turned into after hours, so we have to be a little bit more chill. Hey, no, bro, we're doing a mini series. <laughs> Join us on our part one A and E series. <laughs> like this is uh, hey, mom, we're gonna have no, a no, check us out. I'm fucking. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you put that on? And it, it'll the be, music was just like, yeah. Oh, I know. Son, you know how talented this freaking guy is. He does it all, man. He does it all. That's the beer. That's all. Where's your guitar? Oh, yeah. We're gonna just be a lot cooler if you had it. Yeah. (laughs) I brew beer. I'm pretty cool. (laughs) I didn't say you were. First of all, I said be a lot cooler. I should have one here at all times. Don't right, ruin right. my McConaughey for that, all right? <laughs> I'm going to steal that one, too. Man. I need this whole podcast to steal all your one-liners. <laughs> call, this, uh, call this the one. I shouldn't have said that out loud. No, no that's to fine. borrow from. Hey, yes. that's all comedy is. Okay? It's just people borrowing from other comedians. Yeah, that's right. Jeez. I mean, dude. Are we ready to go dry? 
God. Yeah, yeah. 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 The oh, beer oasis. Oh, yeah, 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 Oasis. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's the same singular for plural, so it's a waste. What are we talking about? Like fish. Yeah. Fishes? Fishes? Fish. Fish eyes? Fish eyes. 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 Fish Anyway, man. Oh my gosh! Thank you guys so much for doing this. Yeah, thank we you guys it. for having us. We've had an absolute blast. Maybe when we with have the our, tour, with everything all you know done, we can have you guys again. Like, oh, I mean, we'll be here regardless. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna find me smoking clove cigarettes. So indoor and easy. You gotta put the Ray Bans on if you're gonna right. say that. <laughs> you're gonna find. <laughs> you're gonna find me smoking clove cigarettes. So by the door. That's different. Yeah, there you go. I so we had a young man just join us. Check that out. I'm like this. Oh, shit. Oh, right there. Yeah, it takes right. it takes a couple times to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right here, right here is my brother-in-law Bruno. He is he is the uh, the guy that uh, helps us out in the back, but he is really my counterpart in a lot of things that we do. So he's the yin to the yang when we go brewing, and uh, so. But he is obviously he is Salazar, so he is my brother-in-law, my sister's husband, and uh, they joined us in this venture, and they trusted me with a lot of stuff. And for me, that carry that's a, such a tremendous burden for what we want to do, and that's even more of a reason why we have to hit our martial arts. Hey, I can. And you know what? Like, I'm I'm just I'm very glad because I mean, as far as like our viewers and now like the people who watch this know. This is the family that you're helping out. This is the family that this is you're going to see here This is the every family time. that's going to greet you. Yeah. Like, this is who's going to welcome you to the asada when you yeah. come in. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the family that's like... That's it. Have a seat. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, like, this, this is that family that's going to greet yes. you with a play and like a beer. To be like, yeah, have a seat. Where have you been? You're late. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, th this is exactly what I mean. We're, I, I want to put faces behind El Paso Brewers yes. and El Paso Brewing Companies because this is exactly what we want to see. I mean, I feel like this is the, the major hurdle when it comes to people trying craft brews is that they feel like it's this alien concept full of beer snobs that are going to tell them, like, no, you're wrong because of this, <laughs> this, and this. When in reality, it's just a family that, that loves beer. Right. And I mean, as far as we do the show, we have our small family where we just do stuff for for amusement and for enjoyment. We're, we're trying to make sure that everybody has a good time, mm -hmm. especially in these trying times. Yeah. You know, yeah, and we want to extend that to everybody. And we want to extend that to, to brewing families like yourselves that have you know, taking such a spot like this, and I honestly cannot wait until it's done, oh, yeah, because definitely. I will 
definitely love to just come here, drink a pint or two, listen to some music. Like five. Like five. Yeah, you're right. Drink like five pints, start singing like some. Are you kidding me? Start singing some Dixieland blues, like. Um, like I was, I was, I went to school for music, so I studied uh, at EPCC, and um, I did a, a rendition of "A Kiss to Build a Dream On" by Louis Armstrong. That I had, like, just older ladies come up to me at the end of the show, and they're like, "I loved, I loved your rendition of it," and stuff like that, and it just made me feel so great. And I'm done hum- humble bragging. I can see you looking at me. Like, we need to have a hashtag right here. Hashtag humble brag. During that whole monologue. All right. You know what? I almost cried, so edit that part. Yeah. I'll make a next time. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Dude, I'm sweating just thinking about it. When we had that guy show up in Pompton last night. That that sounds awesome. So I posted on Facebook. I mean, the guy was phenomenal, and I know what you're talking about. You know, Mm. you know. So when we heard our boys play, you know, but it's it's that moment of pride. Yeah. When either you have reached the pinnacle or you've seen somebody reach a goal, right? It's like you know, I like to say success is success is awesome, but it's fleeting. Yeah. You enjoy that moment, and okay. But success is always followed with what's next, yep. right? Always. So, but at the end of the day, man, it's always like, you know, we reach these beers. Okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. What's next? What's next on the horizon? And people are saying, hey, you're going to do this. Hey, you're going to do that. Yes, we will do those. It right? never ends. It never ends. Mm-hmm. That's, but that's a playground, right? Yeah. You can either see it as a playground or you can always see it as a challenge. That's, right? that's where the passion comes in. Because yes, if sir. the passion stays yes, true sir. and holds true... It's not a chore. It's not even yeah. a challenge. You're you're already moving into the next step. That's right. You already had your next thing planned. You did. You've already achieved this. You're like, great. What's next? I already got this lined That's up. Right. I'm I'm way ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> you right. have to stay too. Mm-hmm. And you're right. And you guys are at a brewery. So you know what? The thing is, is that at a brewery, what's going on? We're always making beer. Always. So you guys are gonna get an advanced taste. You know the trauma. Right, Ooh. so we'll give you guys here a little bit of an advance taste of the trauma. We'd love to get your take. You know, you know there's beer, beer has different stages, different lives, just like anything else, right? Just like a baby. I, always, I don't like babies when they're born. I think they look ugly, but even they look nice, even mine. Uh, it doesn't look right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, needs a, it needs a few yeah. more hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sunny was no different, but look, maybe he turned out good. Yes. Yes. He's in know he's right here. He's right here. Yeah, he, looked, he, didn't, he didn't start off looking that good. So just, that's just the way it is. But it's in the jeans. He's wearing some nice jeans, I'd say. Jeans. Discount Burlington jeans. It could have been Levi's, but I don't think we could afford them there. <laughs> they weren't on sale. Yeah, we were <laughs> they weren't on sale that week. Yeah. I, I couldn't make it. It was 7 7, whatever brand that yeah, is. Yeah. Definitely Burlington. It was more like Tooties instead of Levi's. All the Levi's on sale were on my size right? <laughs> I can't help. <laughs> but, you know, beer goes through different stages, different lives, right? And, yeah. uh, and it's funny. You know, and they'll see, and they, they've seen it, right? So one day you come and try the beer, and it's like, 
it, it doesn't taste right. And then the next week, the magic happens, and it's like, there it is. And we're good. Yeah. And, and, and so at the stage where, where the trauma is now, it's uh, it's now at the point where we're going to carve it. It's interesting, right? A lot of a lot of people that that uh, we talked about why people don't do craft beer, mm-hmm. but they are risk takers. People yeah. go on vacations to places they've never been to experience things they've never they've never experienced to see places they've never seen, right? Craft and that's and that's right, right? So I used to work with a general. Who used to say, "I can explain it for you, but I can't understand it for you." And until yeah. you until you dip your toe. You won't know. You won't know, yeah, right? That's per- yeah, that makes perfect and, sense. And it is, it. right? So when we, we, that's what we're passionate. That's why we want to bring the home brewers because they're the ones that are the converts. They're creating mm-hmm. those disciples of the doc that I used to work with, a PhD. We got to create disciples, and that's what they do. That's why I want to bring those guys. Not to have them, you know, drink my beer, but just to have conversations. How are we getting out of the community? What do you need from us? How can we help you? How can we, you know, hey, you know, oh, you had a stuck mash, you had this, you had this. hey, how can we help you, right? Get that out there. Get that word because we want that passion out there. We want to create those those roots That's, because yeah. craft beers in a community equals an increased culture in that society. Mm-hmm. and. I mean, El Paso, if anything, is about culture, community. That's that's El Paso. Oh, that's a huge part of it. So, I mean, uh, that's that's why we love doing this and talking to the local breweries and, and, and local shops because you definitely see it. And it reflects within the work and the passion that you're like, yeah, this is what El Paso is about. And people need to see that. We preach culture. Yes. And that's why I went in here, too. I saw their page, and I was scrolling Instagram last night or two nights ago. And I saw... Appreciate you. I was on Aurelia. I saw they were Aurelia's Blazing Tree stuff. I'm like, hey, they've been to breweries. And after that, hey, they got the special edition, like, from Undisputed, like, Martin House releases. They know beer. And then, of course, they do, you know, games and and walkthroughs and stuff. And I'm like... I mean, obviously, you got to fill up your content with some more than just beer sometimes. You know? Yeah. You got to know that beer. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it makes it, like, I mean, to me, especially the people I talk to, I mean, think about Josh and stuff. They're into video games hardcore, but they're into drinking hardcore, too. It's like they have the variety of, you know, yeah. kills on Call of Duty, you know, all these other first-person <laughs> shooters. And then you have story games and everything like that, but it's also like craft beer. It's like you got your sours, you got your. You got to understand. Every time we've done these games, we are fresh off of an episode. Yeah, so when we've done our podcasts when we record, and we're a growler or two in. We're recording after, yeah. so we're fresh in, and then we're still drinking during. So everything you see is kind of like a. Yeah, this, this we, is all in the after you to turn into League, you want to be loose, you can't be off. Yeah, that's what happened in Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it kind of goes hand in hand. And, uh, what's all right, so what's the next spill? I want to go back to the IPA. Ah, yes. Uh, just I want the porter. I need me a 1301. Well, I gotta get smart, man. I gotta do the, the book stuff. That's why. That's why I got. I want to try to you. Yeah, and we, we especially are, local sport. Dude, I mean, it's it's like, guys, brand new, we doing everything you need to do. <laughs> when we love, we love this. This is why yeah. we're here. And that's exactly like we're trying. I mean, at least for me, I feel like, and I haven't talked to Ryan about this, even though he's our co-owner of this show. <laughs> but like, 
like I wanted to create a, a space for people who are not were just like beer drinkers, but maybe people who aren't that into beer, but they're into nerdy stuff, or maybe they're not into beer, but okay. they're into music, or right. maybe you know, like that's I wanted to create that safe space for people to just be like, this is somewhere that I can be myself at. And this is somewhere that I can go and relax at. And that's why when you guys reached out to us and we, we had heard of you guys through Blazing Tree and through Aurelius, because they did mention you guys, we were like, you know what? Like, this is going to work out amazingly because yeah. honestly, I've been meaning to check this place out like on my personal time. And now that's like, I get to do it for quote unquote work. You know, it's so much more amazing. Work, he said. Smart to shop as a business. Hey, we're over an hour. It's overtime. It is overtime. We're a time and a half. Yeah. What you guys want to do? I don't know. Is what we want for our brewery. Yeah. We want for your significant other, like, oh man, I don't drink beer. Thank you. Your friends and your group, I don't drink beer. Guess what? We got a go so that could be a Thank mojito, you. a mimosa, yeah. or, you know, a Mexican, like Lucas kind of beer drink. And like, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't want to try that at least? You're like, all right, I'll go for a drink. If I like it, we can stay, you know? And yeah. then you stay and till close and you're like, what's right. <laughs> And the same thing for, I mean, even you the guys. Like, you guys yeah, are like, oh, right there for you. I, like the <laughs> I want you both to be able to come in and say, hey, I actually like, you know, X, Y, and Z of our beer. Salute. Salute. As they say in Finland, kippis. 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 Brost. Slumtest. What'd you call me? <laughs> Yeah. Well, we enjoy the chicken over here and definitely. And I mean, I, I, and I know we've been running for a while, so I just want to know if there's anything you, else you guys want to say, just to make sure we drive the point home to for you guys to come down here. And I'm talking to you right now for you to come down here and check this out for yourself, because just as much as fun as we're having right now, they I've heard personally seen them be the exact same way towards everybody that's come through here today. And that's, that takes so much <laughs> to just be able to be personable on top of I think brewing. he's having a good time. I think it's yeah. right. I think full time. <laughs> you won't see this. And you can also <laughs> enjoy <laughs> this when you come by. And that's certainly the one Texas. Avenue, oh man, I, I'm super happy. I really have to pee. This has been a great time. <laughs> Can I just point I mean, that out right now? I made the pee me meter right here of how <laughs> cool it is. As far as the marketing <laughs> and everything, all I'm going to say is come down for a tour. We're going to yes. give you eight samples of our beer. We're going to give you our personalized attention. And we're going to make sure that you leave with a pint glass at $10. That is the deal. And oh, of course, we want out. you to spend more. Of course, we want you to spend time here. But you are going to meet my father. You're going to meet my mother. You're going to meet my my tia, my tío, my cousin. You're going to meet the people who make this a passion. And you're going to taste the love and, and all the work that we put into it with every single drop of the beer. Mm -hmm. And also, we're not just here for ourselves to, to try to uh, get into that Hey Y'all Shop Small program. Yes. Support, you know, 33 local businesses. Through our website, but it's not it's not for us. It's it's for you and it's for all the local businesses that participate. So, so that's the point I want to drive home here. And I'm sure my parents do too. 
Gosef. And of course, me having the opportunity to make the Gosef for everybody, for me to be a part of this is been a blessing. And I know that we were meant for something more than just this brewery. So that's why we want to share the word about other businesses as well as our own and, and support these podcasts like this. I mean, we love this. This is awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys for having us here. This has been an absolute blast. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even have to tell you. Like, yeah. There's, I'm gonna have another beer with you. <laughs> like, yeah. like there's get no, to have another beer. <laughs> there's um, there's no words really to describe the experience that you go through when you go to a locally owned brewery mm-hmm. and and magically think. That part was. You're getting too smart now. Yeah. <laughs> Stop working in the studio. <laughs> I was a little scared. I was like, where's it going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. IQ. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank like, you. We really, this is a really special episode for yes. us. Uh, we really do want to thank you guys so much for having thank us. Thank you for yeah. having us. Thank you for the tour. Beer's absolutely amazing Mm -hmm. and we look forward to when this is live and we can yeah we're gonna come back to this we are definitely coming back expect you're gonna see a whole stage bar and everything Mm -hmm. bigger atmosphere yes with whole brewers hopefully next time brother we can make that happen too yeah we want to have just a straight up home brewer powwow where they are the stars of the show yeah and i we We are just in listening mode man so we want to be an avenue for small business for you guys you guys getting the word out for what we do support local shop local everything man so local for local keep doing what you're doing man we love you we love you you guys need anything let us know mm-hmm. so from this brew family to you guys please have a wonderful week please join us next time uh we'll probably have one of their beers next week oh no we're gonna Okay. Well, we're definitely gonna have one for the show next week. So we'll... <laughs> All right. Just making sure. That's that's cool. I'm I mean, spoilers. Down. Spoilers. Shit. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have a wonderful night. And please uh, tune in once again. As I say, you don't have to drink to chill with the pub crew, but it helps. It helps putting up with all of our crazy antics. And um, please take care. And see you next week. From the pub crew to you, we love you. Peace out, y'all. <laughs> Woo. I really do have to pee. I'm not going <laughs> to You know that's staying in, right? <laughs> no. I'm not editing it. I'm not editing it. I'm like, that's staying in. <laughs> yeah, grab not to pee. <laughs> Fucking put a big, yeah. big font right here. For that. <laughs> you know, when, when we used to go on trips, and my boys had to be like, "Okay, who's the wizard? Who's gonna be the wizard?" And they were, Hold it, because nobody wanted to be the. No, wizard. wants to be the first one. <laughs> Everyone's sitting yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who's the wizard? I, mean, I ain't gonna say anything, <laughs> but I could go. Yes, I'm not admitting to it. Glad door. Okay, it's uh, first and second door. Thank <laughs> you.